on purpose, where we explore the ebb and flow of the uncertainties of life and how we authentically navigate them. I am your co-host, Addie. I have my other co-host, Azriel, and today oh. we're going to talk about um, authenticity. What does authenticity mean? How can we show up for ourselves um, to really kind of become the best versions of ourselves and kind of how to do it with the most courage that we possibly can. So um, we hope you enjoy this week's topic. Yay. Yay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So one thing I really want to talk about and sort of kick off this episode is um, the Spain scale of emotion. So I'm not sure if anybody's sort of aware of this recent study that was um, put out there, but they had about 25,000 participants and they started to um, study emotional uh, frequencies in the body. And um, what they found was that the highest vibrational frequency of emotion to leave the human body um, is actually 4,000 times higher than love. Um, And that frequency is authenticity. And that was something that really shocked me because, you know, I've tried to lead my life with love and an open heart. Um, but through, you know, my own personal experiences, I realized that love is not enough. You know, how to really sort of step into yourself unapologetically and lead your life forward is actually going to get you into a better place than just love by itself. Um, and one of the ways that we can really start to step into our authentic self is by becoming comfortable with vulnerability. Mm. And I feel like vulnerability is one of those words where, you know, you start to sort of feel these emotions that bubble up when you say that word. And sometimes they feel great. Sometimes it's scary. You know, vulnerability takes a lot of courage. And it takes a lot to pour yourself out there to really share your truth, you know, with the risk that you may be shut down, you know, you may not be heard, you may not be seen. And so how do we sort of step into this vulnerability and really accept all versions of ourselves and really hold space for those versions of ourselves um, so that we are navigating our lives more authentically? So Azriel, I don't know if you have any uh, input. I know you do, so I'm excited. Yeah, Yeah. well, first of all, I just want to just take one step back and just acknowledge that you said love is not enough. And I don't think that's necessarily what you meant. Love is not enough. So I'm just curious of how that phrase came out. Sure. Um, You know... I think from personal experiences, so um, speaking of vulnerability, um, I was in a pretty toxic marriage um, Mm. and I went through a pretty toxic divorce and I ended up falling in love with another person. And this love was very genuine. It was very pure. It was Mm. very um, heart-centered, you know, it just, it, it, it it was, uh, I would say like a soulmate sort of love. Mm you know, but the, the circumstances around my life kind of made this relationship crumble. You know, you can love somebody until the cows come home, but if life circumstances, or if, you know, certain things kind of get in the way of 
creating happiness, not just for you, but for mm -hmm. your partner and for yourself as a couple, you know, love cannot sustain fully on its own. It takes mm -hmm. a lot more with the circumstances, with um, mm -hmm. daily lives, you know, the, the in and outs of, of really just the, yeah. the mundane tasks of, of, of life and, and what each person would bring to that particular relationship. So, you know, yeah. when I say love I, and I, I'm a huge believer in love and I love yeah. love. And right. I think it's one of the purest, most genuine forms of expression, um, which is why it's still, you know, high on, on the, the emotional frequency. Um, but I think, you know, when we sort of step into different relationships and, and uh, different connections, you know, sometimes it does require more than just that heart centered feeling. Um, and that's sort of what I meant by love yeah. is not always enough. Right. Thank you for that story and being <laughs> vulnerable uh, mm -hmm. right now and being authentically you in this moment. <laughs> and so what I'm hearing is that you're saying when you talk about love is not enough, you're talking about just the emotion of love. Mm -hmm. So we could define love as something greater, really. You're just talking about the feeling because love is encompasses an action, encompasses doing all these other things. Okay. I appreciate you clarifying that for me because I'm like, that doesn't sound like her. You <laughs> no, know? I love love. Yeah, I mean, I'm I romantic. I, yes. yeah. <laughs> I'm, I with my heart. I'm a Leo. Yes, exactly. Um, <laughs> you do. Mm -hmm. um, okay. So I love how we're love <laughs> talking about vulnerability amongst authenticity. And I think why is authenticity the highest vibration as you pointed out from the study, right? Because when you you literally feel people's authenticity, their, their literal energy. I mean, I've had these experiences with certain individuals in my life. I've had it both, both good and bad. Like you meet someone who are like, that person is sketchy. Yeah. <laughs> You can read the energy. Like it's, I mean, it's crazy how you yeah. can just sort of pick up on, on different frequencies. Right. Or you're like that person is in such alignment with their soul and who they are. And I think a lot of times you feel these people, they're like almost transcendent sometimes that they've gone beyond, you know, their, their own ego and they're just present in the yeah. moment and they make you almost feel like you're the most important person in the world. Yeah. They, you know what I mean? They're always just like, not because they're trying to, it's just because of who they are. They're mm -hmm. so grounded and so. They're <sighs> confident in a way that is soft. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? They're so, like you said, they're so grounded. They're so self-assured in a way that's almost peaceful. You know, you know, sometimes you think cockiness goes with confidence, but yes. this has a totally different, feel because they're not trying to impress anybody. They're just totally living in their being like their, their energy, their, their truth. And I think of vulnerability is, is coming to terms with that. We aren't perfect. <laughs> vulnerability is saying, I accept my imperfections mm -hmm. and I accept your imperfections because you're a human being and that's just the human way. That's just the human collective. Mm -hmm. So we can, find, we, we can actually find, you know, like 
assurance and comfort knowing that there's no perfect person ever on this planet. There never will be. I'm not going to be the first one. You're not going to be the first one. So in sharing what I'm going through or or how I'm you know struggling or whatever it might be and being vulnerable with mm-hmm. is connecting to someone else's life story because they're going through something else. That's that's something that actually really helps me when I meet people out in the world or let's say I'm just driving along and someone's being a jerk and I'm just like, okay, yeah. I don't know what they have in their life. They could be going through crazy. I've been that person when I'm going and hurting and going through crazy things in my life. So just like I give grace to everyone as well. I feel like being comfortable with being vulnerable. I see I see just human humanness in people. Yeah. Um. And there's this quote from Eric Butterworth's book, Discover the Power Within. Mm-hmm. And he says, you are not only human, you are divine potential. Mm-hmm. I love that. And mm-hmm. if we are divine potential, then the good and the bad and everything that we deem good or bad in us is actually perfect. Absolutely. And I think it's just holding space for all aspects of who we are. Um, not only for ourselves, but like you said, you know, for others as well. I think we're a society that's so quick to judge um, because we're so used to having sort of that instant gratification or having to know things. And, you know, it's so more nuanced than that. I mean, and this authenticity is not so black and white, right? Um, What might be true for one person is completely different for another. And so, you know, I do think it starts with self and being able to hold space and really step into, I mean, it takes a lot of courage to be authentic, right? And I think a lot of people are kind of afraid of their own strength. And it goes back to um, what you just said. And like, you know, we are divine human beings. Mm. And oftentimes our ego is what gets in the way of our true potential. And so how can we step into our courage to open up ourselves to vulnerability, right? To um, stand tall when maybe society deems something that is truthful to us. Maybe it's, it's not seen as, you know, acceptable or whatever it may be. And just really being comfortable in that space, Mm -hmm. maybe not even comfortable, but allowing yourself to hold that space for those uncomfortable feelings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like this idea that feeling into your feelings. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm so silly, but yeah. Like, so- okay, I'm uncomfortable right now. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm just settle mm-hmm. into that uncomfortable feeling and really examine like underneath what's the layer beyond that. Is there a reason why I'm uncomfortable? Is it, am I uncomfortable in this situation because of external factors of how my appearance or am I uncomfortable because this feels really good and I don't know what to do with it? Yeah. I don't know how to show it. I don't know how to express it. So, so knowing those feelings, I, I, yeah, that's really fun to do. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes just feeling the sensation and allowing that sensation to just be there Yeah. without really putting a label on it. Yeah. Where do you feel it in your body? And allow that to really sort of play out and then let it go and dissolve. And maybe you digest it at a later time. Maybe you digest it there, but um, 
just becoming, I think, more self-aware and kind of creating and tailoring your own process to whatever feels right for you. Yeah, I like that. It, It reminds me of the Ralph Waldo Emerson quote, trust thyself. Every heart vibrates to that iron string, meaning that trust yourself. If you are saying that you're divine, you have divine potential, trust that yourself because you have this deep intuition and this deep connection to infinite intelligence or to the consciousness, to quantum, whatever you deem, however you want to speak to it. We have that connection. We were, we were we were given that software, we were installed with the software as humans, as we were born to have that connection. So what is written on our heart is good and trustworthy. Mm-hmm. However, we have a bunch of life experiences that tell us otherwise. And mm-hmm. so it's difficult to then uncover, go through the muck, go through the mire and see like, where is, who am I really? Who do I really want to be? How do I show up authentically? I've never had an example of authenticity in my life. Everyone around me has been this or that, right? How do I do this? And by, like you said, accepting those, feeling those feelings and letting them dissolve or having it processed later, you might get some really deep intuition or insight onto who you are stepping into being. Yeah. Absolutely. And it's sort of like meditation too, where you may not get it right the first time. It may not come to you right. Right. (laughs) But you know, maybe you dedicate 10 minutes a day. Mm -hmm. You know, what can I do to show up for myself? You know, what is true to me at this, at this moment in time? Yeah. And just starting there, starting small and just seeing how it kind of evolves over time. And, um, you know, like I said before, it takes so much courage to to show up because you're basically stripping yourself bare and Mm. showing up and you may get rejected you may you know have a cold shoulder but um I always kind of you know when I, I when I'm in those moments you know what I do is I always sort of imagine that there's this little tiny north star in my soul my being and it's like even if I'm feeling bad because I did show up and I gave it my all and maybe it wasn't what this other person expected of me or whatever, I, I kind of go back to that, that light. And I'm like, you know what? It wasn't for them, but here I am. I know I gave it my all. I know I gave it my best. I know I'm being honest and truthful to myself. Yeah. And I think the more you do that, you know, the stronger it becomes. It, it's sort of like a muscle and you just yeah. have to be okay. And and I know that there's certain people that are more comfortable in vulnerability um, than not, you know, I think being a natural empath, vulnerability is something I, you know, I'm pretty comfortable with. Sure. Uh, <laughs> sure. Right. I'm pretty sure I owe my therapist like a Sam's Club uh, um, subscription to tissues because everything makes me cry. <laughs> yeah, perfect. <laughs> Um, uh, you know, but again, that, you know, just because you have empaths that might be more open to their vulnerability, like that should not discourage you from to trying to step into your authentic self, because maybe you express it through sport or art yeah. or word or whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I come back to like children, right. Yeah. And 
I feel like they're, you know, people are so drawn to a child's energy because they're unapologetically themselves. They don't really the most authentic. They yes. can't hide it. They cannot exactly. not be. Exactly. And it's like, we are so drawn to these people. We mm-hmm. smile when we see these children. We um, feel warm and fuzzy for the most part. I mean, um, you know, not all the time, but. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like... No, but if you see a kid like in the mall, this little baby just dancing to the music, you're like, that exactly. is so cute. It's adorable. And it's oh, like, why do we lose that? Yeah. Why do we lose that as we grow older? And And we know it's in there. You know, it's, it's. It's intertwined in our DNA. We're those divine beings, but then you get, you know, society and the, the, the social norms and the, and the constructs that kind of, um, suppress who we're meant to be. Yeah. And it's really a shame because I think uh, the world could use a lot more authenticity and love. Um, I absolutely agree. And that's why we're talking about it. We're talking about this and in hopes to inspire our listener to attempt to be more authentic in their daily lives. Mm-hmm. And one thing you said is to practice. You practice meditation, you practice mindfulness, you practice yoga, you practice tennis, you practice art, you practice drawing, whatever it is. You Why is it practice? Because it takes a learning. It takes time to get comfortable with your materials or your tools or whatever it might be. In order mm-hmm. to understand how this works, how do I show up more authentically for myself today? What do I need? What do I want? Another way would be to use a journal, have talk therapy, have a coach, have a bestie, have a mom, like, you know, have someone, have do something, you know, listen to a podcast, right? This is a way, how do we connect to who we are? Mm-hmm. And I just want to highlight what you're talking about with, through this practice is, really transforming and understanding our self image, Mm -hmm. which would be identified like as our identity. If I can start identifying as someone who is authentic, I show up authentically in every situation that I enter into, right? That's going to take practice. And when we can step out to that, our, our, so identity, let me take a step back. Identity, the actual origin of the word is identitum which is means repeated beingness. So what we repeatedly do is who, who we become. So our habits or actions or things on on autopilot, excuse me, Mm -hmm. is what and who we become automatically. So if we can start reprogramming ourselves Mm -hmm. and start saying, I show up authentically, no matter what I am here. Oh, you know, and then we do it. And then we take a look back. I didn't do it. <laughs> or exactly. I could have done it better this way. Or yeah. what did I learn from this? Or uh-huh. we journal on it. Then we start to help ourselves and reprogram our subconscious mind, you know, in order to step up and show up in the way we want to do it. Mm-hmm. To actually start, we're talking about practicing authenticity, right? Yeah. So in the practice, it might be a little uncomfortable. Yeah. So as we said before, it takes an enormous amount of courage to be authentic because you're showing up as yourself. You might as well be naked in front of a huge audience. You know, it's like everybody's worst fear. Um, and it's just allowing yourself to really open that heart and, and become so vulnerable that you are in alignment with that authenticity. And so, you know, one thing I can't stress enough is that don't be afraid to fail. 
Mm. You know, um, I think a lot of people don't even get started because they're afraid to fail or because they're afraid to be seen as less than perfect. And it goes back to nobody is perfect, right? Yeah. Saying nobody is perfect. And that is something that um, in our today, in our society today, it's really hard to see sort of the brokenness of people because we are just displaying what's best on Instagram and stuff like that. And so, but with that being said, your biggest lessons and your biggest hurdles and your biggest progress is going to come from some of the lower points in your life, Mm. you know, the challenges that come with life. Um, and so you are going to fail, expect to fail and be okay with failing. If that's what you want to call it, I see it as just your learning, you know, um, (laughs) you either win or we learn. That's exactly win or you learn. Exactly. And so so, you win twice. Exactly. Exactly. And so, you know, maybe this message is to just say, don't be afraid to fall. Don't be afraid to be uncomfortable because you are doing yourself such a service Mm. by kind of looking at those points in your life, standing tall, walking through the fire and coming out, knowing that you really are just, you're taking it, you're bringing it in and you're going to take it home. And what you bring out of it um, is only going to help you in the long run. So I love that so much. I'm so glad you're talking about this. And you, I instantly start thinking about this, like swing the bat, shoot your shot, right? Exactly. You can't, you can't hit the bat. You can't hit the ball. You don't swing it. Right. And then it comes to my mind is, you know, Babe Ruth, the, the, the home run King in his day, but mm-hmm. most people don't know that. Yeah. He was a home run King but he was also equally the strikeout king. He had the most home runs and he had the most strikeouts all at the same time. And most of the people who have these crazy sports things, I'm not a sports person, (laughs) sports records, um, you always see that the people who have the most hits or the most whatever have the most strikeouts. Same with Michael Jordan. He had the most um, end what do you call it? Game-winning ending shots. Yeah, yeah. But he also missed <laughs> the most. Yeah, he also missed the most of those too. Yeah. Right? So Well, David Beckham, I don't know if you've been watching his um, documentary. It's incredible. I mean, mm. basically the whole world turned on him when he got that red card and thrown out of a game. But he kept showing up for practice. He kept showing up. He kept trying his best. Um, mm. When he was... Um, showing up to practice and because he had signed with a different team, his coach was making him practice on the sidelines by himself, but he showed up every day. Wow. He did what he loved to do. And he's like, I, I, I'm here because I love the sport and this wow. is what I love to do. And given, you know, he could have just crumbled and just walked yeah. away and quit, but he knew in his heart that it would not be authentic to him. And so, yeah. you know, it's just these incredible stories and, yeah. you know, we hear them through sports and and athletes all the time, but, um, I mean, Taylor Swift, she's one of my favorites, you know, same thing. Like she went through, um, some pretty terrible heartache. Um, Mm. she rose above, rose above. And I mean, her lyrics are so relatable because she speaks genuinely from her heart, you know, she writes her own songs. And so that's her poetry. That's her, her gift to the world um, through her authenticity. Mm. And I mean, she's just generated such a following and I mean, she's a superstar. Yeah, Um, obviously Swifty. Um, and you you totally make me think then of, yeah, 
Absolutely. We all have life. We all have life, meaning we all go through bad and we mm -hmm. all go through good. We yeah. all go through horrible mm -hmm. and we all go through elation on cloud nine, right? Yeah. We all get to join in this world. But in fact, it's all for us, which is a hard mind shift to say, actually going through the muck and the mire, like Thick Not Han talks about, there's no mud, no lotus. Yep. The lotus lives in the swampy area, right? In this mucky water, but it mm -hmm. has to grow out of the mud through the water to be able to blossom and bloom and be fully its own function, this beautiful flower on the water, right? I love it. Yeah. And it's so true for all of us. Yeah. I love I that mean, you talked about. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. Oh, no. Just, just the fact that obstacles make us stronger. Absolutely. The obstacle is the way. Mm -hmm. It truly makes us who we are and those, mm -hmm. those things that we've gone through. How do we embrace? How do we grab a hold and say, wow, that's act. Thank you. Appreciate. How do I do that? Cause that's really hard. Cause everyone's situation is different. And yes. so how do you accept those and, and embrace them and rise with them? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I mean, diamonds are made under pressure. Yeah. Seeds no pressure grow. no diamonds. Yes. You wait, know, wait, wait, say the second one again. Oh, seeds grow in darkness. I mean, like, you know, yeah. same thing, you notice flower in the mud. And so, mm. um, it's easy to be it like everyone else, right? Like it's easy. It's the, you know, it, it, unfortunately it's what most people do, but I think really stepping in and, and into yourself and showing up as you, yeah. you, you um, I think it's, it's going to serve you so much greater in the long run. You'll find more peace. You'll find more um, connections that really, truly vibrate on your same energy field um, because you are what you, you know, what you exude, you bring back, yes. you attract back. So yes, um, yeah, in those moments, I guess I would, you know, I would challenge you and I would challenge our followers. Like, how does it feel inside when you make choices? And, you know, if, if it doesn't feel totally right. Yeah. I challenge you to have the courage to, to take a step back, reassess and try it from a different perspective that might feel more aligned with, um, with what, what you're going through. So. I'm so appreciative yeah. of your authenticity. I'm so appreciative of yours. <laughs> showing up authentically, yes, you know? showing up in your vulnerability. That's one reason I feel like we even wanted to do this show. What's inspired this project was because you and I were both showing up wherever we were in authentic and being really vulnerable with one another and saying, this is where I'm at. This is what I want to do. This is what I'm looking to do. And it, in that, look at that, that brought us together. And now we're That's here it. doing this thing in hopes to inspire others to do the same. Exactly. And, you know, I felt like it was right because um, in sharing that vulnerability in sharing, you know, our authenticity, you know, I would leave our conversations feeling so energized. And it's like, again, you can sort of feel like you go into meetings, maybe you feel all low and sluggish or whatever. But when you when you start to kind of step into your truth and you're having conversations with people who appreciate deep conversations and are showing up authentic authentically themselves, you start to like come in on that, you know, you start to sort of enjoy that um, frequency together. And um, I'm just so appreciative of you and this podcast and, you know, just having fun and having these deep conversations because, 
you know, not only is it to, to help others sort of step into their authentic selves, but, you know, it's been such a healing uh, process for myself. And um, I'm just, I'm so grateful for our time and, and yes. just you know, having these conversations. Yay. 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 Love that. Love that so much. And on that note, I think Mm -hmm. that's a wrap. Um, Until next time, you guys, catch us next week for another episode of Drifting on Purpose. Can't wait. We have so much goodness in store for you guys. And we will see you soon. And again, I'm Azriel, joined by Addie. I'm Addie. (laughs) Awesome. Thanks, guys.